You got the call. Welcome to the big leagues, kid. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the call-up presented by Triple Play Fantasy, our first off-season episode. And I know it's a couple weeks after the last episode, but there is a reason for that. The reason for that being our co-host here, Michael Richards, took down, down like a somebody in, re- I can't even think of a wrestler, like uh, whatever your favorite wrestlers took down TGFBI, uh, just incredible feat hundreds upon hundreds of competitors and your boy to the right of me michael richards is number one crown him bow down to him he is the man he needed to make sure that he wrapped that stuff up so we uh took a break for a couple weeks here to allow him to finish that up here michael i know you've been doing podcast appearances expressing how you feel but for the call-up audience please just tell us how are you feeling after this incredible feat yeah, I appreciate you saying all that, Mendy. Uh, this is still kind of hard for me to fathom uh, because of so many great players. You know, this competition's against all the people who do all the content, pretty much everyone that everyone knows out there. And, and these guys are really good players, too. They're not just people who are out uh, as like minor celebrities or whatever. They really know how to play this game. So it took everything I had, really. I had to put aside my writing towards the end of the season and just really focus on this. I'm so happy though. Uh, this is a, could be like a once in a lifetime achievement for me, and you know it's it's the first thing listed on my Twitter bio now. So you know I'm just going to carry this with pride going forward. Yeah, uh, very well. Over, uh, I mean, you put in a lot of work in what you do, and uh, I think most people. I know you've talked about this before. Many people just associated you with prospects, which again, one of the best minds out there for that. But I think it, it just also shows that you just know baseball in general it's not just one section of it so uh very cool feat and uh definitely somebody again michael richards a lot of times if people want to ask questions or prospects or non-prospect this is why he's he's a a twist army knife out there for the fantasy baseball world so uh very well done sir very well done but we are now back in prospect mode and we are prepared to give you a ton of great prospect content all off season and our first episode, we decided, is your top prospect risers. So we are looking at the top five prospect risers from Michael Richards, TGFBI champion. And how we're going to do this is these are the five players that Michael Richards, from the beginning of the season, way back in April, March, April, to the end of the season, who rose up the most in his eyes through the prospect ranks. Some of these names you're going to recognize, and you probably have seen them because of how just big they've become. Uh, and then others might be new to you. But we're going to go through all five here, starting with our first guy here, Mike. And that's Jackson Churio, outfielder for the Milwaukee Brewers, who actually has played at three different levels in 2022. And pretty balanced line overall, you know, giving you 16 steals, 20 home runs, uh, 7.3% walk percentage. 
140 WRC plus here. This is a name that maybe aren't as popular as some of the other names on this list, but tell us a little bit about Jackson. Yeah, Jackson Turio is a huge riser this year. I've seen him up in near the top 10 in some big time lists at this point. And this is very surprising to me because we've mentioned him before. He just uh, turned 18 this year. He started down in the complex league. He actually didn't even play there. He just skipped the complex league and went straight to low A. But at each level, he's produced uh, well above his age versus level. And I think this is the poster boy for age versus level. Like the stats don't necessarily jump off the page. I mean, they're really solid, but this is a teenager. This is a guy who should be in high school, a high school senior right now, moving up through to the upper levels of the minor leagues. And he's got, it says here on the scouting grades, he's got uh, double plus raw power and double plus speed. So as we're seeing here, the development of his hit tool is coming along. It's still not, he still doesn't take a ton of walks. He still strikes out a little bit, but you got to think about the level of competition he's up against. He's up against players, some five, six, seven years, his senior. So this is a guy I think is going to be a huge prospect in the coming year. He already is a big prospect, but this isn't, this guy has number one overall potential if he continues to move along on this pace. And I wouldn't even be shocked if we see him in the major leagues at some point next year, which is insane, but that shows the level of talent that he has that he could debut as a teenager. Yeah. And the fact that 18 years old already rose up to three levels, he's on a team that needs offense. So very interesting to keep an eye on him. This next player is the, probably when you hear fast riser, this might be the first player that comes to mind. Ellie De La Cruz, just oozing potential um, right now for the Cincinnati Reds between high A and double A this year, 28 homers, 47 steals, 86 RBIs, 282 ISO. Uh, he's big uh, in terms of his height. He's got power. He's just seems like he's going to be one of the next big things when he gets to the bigs and somebody that really made his mark this year in the minor leagues. Yeah, absolutely. As you said there, uh, those numbers are pretty fantastic. Uh, he's got the high strikeout rate, but that just kind of goes with the kind of player that he is. I think that's going to be what he is. I think that's going to be part of his profile, but I also think everything else you see there, those almost nearly 30 home runs, over 40 stolen bases. Uh, he's still young too. I mean, you got to keep that in mind. Like With all these players, that's part of why they're on this list. And I also wanted to focus on players who haven't made an MLB debut. You know, I could have put like Gunnar Henderson or Vaughn Grissom on this list, but this is another guy. He's got legitimate stats across the board, high strikeout rate, but I th I see him like everyone's talked about him, like a, a jazz Chisholm slash O'Neill Cruz, just like really high fantasy upside. He's going to be an early round pick, even with strikeout concerns down the road. And again, this is a player that I think the Reds are, are really, really high on. And I think they're going to give him a look because they're in a rebuild next year. They might uh, let him kind of struggle through his first time. But uh, I'm not necessarily saying he's going to take over the world next season. But uh, in two years or so, this is a guy you're going to want on all your teams. And if he does struggle next year, I, I see him as a buy low. Yeah, I think it's somebody you have to make sure you keep your eye on. And like you said, the struggles, he's the talent is just there and it's incredible. So you can't allow even just a slippage of his talent. Uh to make sure that you don't capitalize out of someone's panicking out there. So Ellie De La Cruz, another great name, another fast riser this year in the minor leagues. This next player also 
did just that in James Wood, who was traded over from the San Diego Padres to the Washington Nationals, and he still raked with the Nats once he got there. Uh, 12 homers, 62 RBIs, 20 stolen bases. He plays in the outfield. He's Aaron Judge type size, already has a 14.4% walk rate. He, to me, Mike, might end up being the best player in this trade with the Padres and Nats. And I don't think people were thinking that if you were talking in the beginning of last year, him being the crown jewel of the Padres system. Yeah, absolutely. And they did get CJ Abrams in that deal also, but Wood has the upside to surpass Abrams in, and they both, they're both different players, but they're both excellent additions to the organization. And, you know, you mentioned uh, last time we talked that James Wood might come on the podcast I sure hope that happens. Uh, <laughs> working on it, working on it. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to talk to, to the young man. Uh, he's one of my favorite uh, prospects coming up right now. Uh, the, the main thing that he improved this year was his strikeout rate. Everything else is looking fantastic. Like you said, he's a, he's a huge man, and he's got speed, too. A lot of these players we're talking about today have similar traits. You know, they have that power speed and kind of came into the season with that questionable hit tool. And some of them have shown varying levels of improvement there, but they've, they're all very, very productive players with exciting fantasy skill sets. And, you know, different lists out there have these guys ranked different places, you know? So it's like, I see these guys as top 20 prospects in dynasty leagues, but maybe not everyone agrees with that. Maybe people are more into the older players. So James Wood is another one of those really high upside guys. And he's lowered that strikeout rate, even lower than Turio and De La Cruz. So, very excited about his potential. Yeah, James Wood is an exciting young player, and uh, I can't wait to see him when he comes up with all these other guys in the national system, hopefully in the next year or two here. Next player for the Rays, Kyle Manzardo, a first-base prospect for them, double-A AA and triple-A this season at 22 years old, had 22 homers, 81 RBIs, a K to walk that was almost one-to-one, and 175 WRC+. plus. Is he somebody that I feel like he wasn't talked about on our show as much as some other guys this season, but that doesn't discredit just how great of a young prospect Kyle Manzardo is. Yeah, this year I definitely focused a lot on the power speed aspect and with hit tools. And I mean, this is a, this is a double plus hit tool guy. You know, this is a unique player in the sense where first basemen aren't valued a ton in dynasty usually. But we've seen the Vinny Pasquantino effect that's happened recently. And he's a legitimate hitter right out the gate. I mean, I think he's going to be ranked near the top five and even redraft leagues at first base moving forward. So Manzardo is the closest thing to Pasquantino I think we have in the minor leagues right now as far as that walk strikeout rate with the plus power double plus hit tool. And I don't think you're going to get any speed from him. But players like this, are very valuable in fantasy. They usually can be had a little bit later than they should be in drafts as well, especially with the obsession people have with speed at this point. But this guy is going to be a four-category monster. I think he's a guy who could legitimately hit over 300 in the majors, a lefty, really nice swing. And I think he's going to be an everyday player for the Rays who can hit lefties as well. So this is a guy that I'm just probably my favorite first base prospect in the minor leagues at this stage. And, and I rank him highly because of that. Yeah. And he's with a team that just knows how to develop a lot of these great young prospects in the Rays, and somebody I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing next season with the club. looks like he's going to be a very nice addition to that team. Last player we're going to talk about here on our top five prospect risers, Evan Carter. 
outfielder for the Texas Rangers between high A and double A this year. He had 28 stolen bases, 17.1% K rate, also had 73 RBIs and over 13% walk rate and hit 295. So there's a little bit of everything. And he's somebody, again, also not someone I think we talked about too much this year, but looks very much the part in being able to contribute to this young up and coming Texas Rangers team soon. Yeah, absolutely. And I should note right off the bat, Evan Carter says age 20 there, but he just turned 20. So he played all season as a 19 year old. So take that in consideration when you look at those stats. This is a guy who's six foot four. He's got an athletic build. He's going to grow into that power and he's got a plus hit tool with plus speed. So we haven't seen the full power up here yet, but this is a very well-rounded player. I think he's going to be one of those guys who could do a 300, 400, 500 type slash line in the upper levels with the under 20% K rate. And I just, historically, you just look at players his age in the upper levels with that well-rounded game. I mean, that's got top 25 prospect written all over it to me and potentially even top 10. So uh, I don't think he's as highly sought after as some of the other players I've, I've talked about today, but he is one of my favorite players to stash right now or target in trades. And, you know, if you like Josh Lowe for the Rays, imagine that profile without the hit tool concerns. It's, it's just he's got five tool potential. And you can't say that a lot about guys in the upper levels that mm-hmm. are just 20 years old. Yeah, he's really doing some incredible things right now. Uh, now, he, he's if I believe if I go through, we had talked about Kyle Manzardo, who right now finished the year in triple A. James Wood, I guess, was in low A and and. L.A. De La Cruz, double-A, double-A. Evan Carter, is there a chance? I know you love these questions, Mike. Any chance you think he could get a shot by the end of the season with the big league club? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a chance. I'd say it's probably under 50%, but the Rangers, you know, they're bringing up their prospects. Most of them are 22, 23, though. I do think they'd probably like to give him a full season up in double-A, triple-A next year and then be an early call-up the next year maybe even as like a rookie of the year type candidate at that point. Uh, but it's possible. Like they might get, they might want to give him a look down the stretch. Interesting. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that could be something to keep an eye on for sure. But there it is. Those are Michael Richards top five prospect risers from the 2022 baseball season. Mike, again, one of the best prospect minds out there. You need to make sure you're following him at MP Richards, 1981. And if you have any prospect questions, please make sure you leave them in the comments below and we'll make sure that we get those answered for you so you can be on top of any prospects in your dynasty leagues. Uh, but there we go for Mike. I'm the Mendy. We'll catch you all next week for another great episode of The Call. But until then, peace.